0: Welcome to episode number 256, The Art of Real Estate, Part 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by the Motivation Files Unleashed, this motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right,
1: you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Valdez. I am here with Gabe and Anthony. The Art of Real Estate Part 2. In this episode, we have special guest, Anthony Pinto. We cover topics that Ranges from buying and selling homes, real estate investing, reality TV shows, and the competitiveness of the real estate industry. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Katarina Fake and Jane Goddell. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Anthony, thank you for joining us, man. We appreciate it.
2: Thank you for having me back.
1: For sure, man. Um, all right, so we had you featured on episode 108, which we just got done doing the math. It's a little over uh, three years. It's like July, or around that area, and we had you on for The Art of Real Estate, so we are now doing a follow-up, calling it part two. For those who did not get a chance to listen, make sure you tune in to episode 108. And Anthony, let us know who you are and what you do.
2: Uh thank you. And thanks for having me back. Uh so I'm Anthony Paul Pinto. I am a realtor. I've been a realtor for fifteen years. Uh from live in the Bucks County area. I'm a realtor with Remax max properties in Newtown. So that's changed in three years. We're just talking off air about what's changed in the past three years. So I mean none that. The the world changed, uh and a beard. I got a beard. <laughs> so that was about it. So I learned how I learned how to grow a beard. So I was copying Gabe. So.
1: Absolutely. All right. So, so, so let's take it back. Uh, just revisit really quick uh, how you got started in real estate and then fast forward to where you are today.
2: Yeah. So I grew up, uh, obviously, we grew up in Bristol. Um, my grandfather yeah. was a broker. Um, he had his own real estate office, Marucci Realty. Uh, so we grew up doing that, learning about real estate you know, grandpop's apartments. He was rehabbing properties. It wasn't even called flipping back then. Uh, he taught me what, uh, you know, we knew he had rentals, learned how to be a landlord. Um, you know, we used to clean out Grandpa's apartments. Uh, I grew up, like, I have a lot of cousins that do real estate. I have, uh, my brother-in-law does real estate. So I kind of was like second nature. So I've been doing it for about 15 years. So I, I mean, like I have like badges. I survive, like. survived The market crash it survived the pandemic, you know, so it's, you know, like little scars along the way. So,
1: yeah, no, absolutely. All right. So, so let's talk about, right. So uh, 2018 to 2021, a lot has changed. Um, A lot would have normally changed, but because of our, in three years, I should say, but because of our current circumstances, a lot has changed. So, can you describe kind of uh, the vast, you know, changes, maybe just in real estate, in personal life, that you have to go through and overcome to kind of even just maintain?
2: I mean, I don't think any realtor wants to relive 2020 again. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, everyone knows, everyone has their own stories of how crazy it was. Um, from 2018, we saw a trend. 2018, 2019, less homes keep coming on the market. Prices started to increase a little bit. Then, when the pandemic hit, uh, we were shut down. Uh, Pennsylvania was shut down for a couple months. We weren't legally allowed to practice real estate because obviously no one wanted us in their homes with COVID. Um, You know, if you look back at your timeline, you could see like the joking. Like, we didn't know what it was. Like, if you like, you know, we're like, oh, wear a mask, you know, we'll just do this, you know, like, yeah. that's yeah. fine. It's no big deal. But then then we got shut down that it was just like, you know, what are we going to do? So for a couple months, I I was, I mean, I was out of work and, you know, I, I couldn't show any houses. No one was putting their houses on the market. No one really wanted to go look at houses. And I didn't, I wasn't collecting unemployment either. Um Fortunate or unfortunately I make too much. Um, so I didn't get any stimulus either. Uh, and that, that's not a boohoo type of thing. It's it I think the money went where it should have went, but it was still stressful. So like I got into like like building. You know, I was going crazy. I was like building like, you know, flower beds and like you know, <laughs> like all this all this I grabbed pallets and just, you know, what else are you gonna do? I mean, how many times are you gonna watch and yeah, netflix you know watch stupid shows on like ozark and stuff like that so i mean like <laughs> you had to deal with so much and uh and then when when the pandemic finally lessened and, and governor wolf finally after debates and debates and debates we had a whole new world we had covert regulations tracing all this stuff you know we had to ask people we had to sign this form sign this sign this go into this uh, no more open houses, which was kind of a blessing. I like that. Like there was, you know, no one really wants to open ha- host open houses on Sundays. But uh, and then it was just crazy. Then the market was insane um, this past year, where people were just, you know, it was paying overpaying left and right, and it was just, it was just a crazy market. And then now it's going to a different market. So you know, it's like an emotional roller coaster. So
1: so so. Did this year make up for
2: last year? Uh, yeah, so last year, I mean, I, I, like I was telling you guys all fairly, I had to, like, to homeschool. So, I've, um, you know, I have a dad of two kids. That was fun homeschooling. So, I, like, everyone else was doing well, but I had to do that. And i like, and I don't regret it. You know, it was, what, what's the choice? Like, you gotta homeschool homeschooling kids or, or, you know, through real estate, make money. So it was tough. Like, I lost half my business. I was, like, pretty bad. Like, I think this is the first year of this past year that I'm actually getting a, a tax return. So, yeah. I, I mean, my my account's like, do you know you get money back? I'm like, what's that? I'm usually at the owe every year. So then this year was just crazy. I mean, people were put offers. You put stuff on the market in one day. It's gone. You know, it doesn't matter what it looks like. You know, I know on one of my listings, I didn't put a description on the house. <laughs> I, I like it, it didn't it didn't load. Like I, I wrote the description. I hate writing descriptions. Most of the time, it's just like, yeah, the house is this. It's got four walls. I, I'm not that good with that. But like, I like it would not load, and it sold. Oh and my. like my 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 seller's like, you didn't write a description. I'm like, no, I did. It just never you know it never loaded so <laughs> and i'm like uh, so i literally sold the house from that description i mean we were selling houses sight unseen people just didn't care they just didn't want to be home hmm. and we were getting an influx from new york and new jersey like no one wanted to be in the city of new york no one wanted to be in north jersey and it was just and there was everyone's coming to bucks county and which was good and bad at the same time you just take the train or just work from home. I mean, work from home was just—I mean, you know—taking Zoom calls like this, and the kids are fighting in the backgrounds. I mean, Jimmy, you know how it is. It was—it was tough. So, I think we're hoping it goes back, but we're—we're we're all scared. I think a lot of us are scared that to get back to a shutdown again, like you know, we made our money in the summertime, but you know, September, October,
1: November—like if
2: we get shut down again, hmm. I don't know. I'm going to build you guys more flower beds or something. I don't know. <laughs> something.
1: So, so in your opinion, what was what was the hardest part? Uh, this –
2: it was different. Um, it was – I mean, listing-wise was easy. I mean, if – as long as you had, like – because I was, I was surprised. I'm like, you know, people were telling me, should we list it for that? I'm not so like, no, it's a little too high. And then someone bids hundred grand over that. Like, so then I look like – I don't know what the hell I'm doing. You know, I mean, 15 years of the business and you don't know how to price a house because you just sold over hundred <laughs> grand more than you should. But then at the same time as my buyers, like I told my clients, like, look, you're overpaying. You're just, you're just overpaying. I mean, people are just waiving inspections, appraisal, you know, I heard like, you know, if we, were, we lost on a deal one time. We went hundred grand over asking, lost, Waved inspections, waived, waived appraisals. Everything and lost, and I told my client like, "What else do you want me to? Do? I mean, do you want to give up your firstborn? Like I heard people were like offering to pay for college for some of the the, the students, like pay off the yeah, pay the 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 lease on a Mercedes in the driveway, stuff like that. Like what in the it world? was just ridiculous. Or you know, we lost one because the 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 older couple that was leaving wanted to rent it back until their house was built." So the people that want it overpaid for the house and let the, uh, let the older couple live rent-free in their house for six months until their new house is built. So, I mean, just bending over backwards for everything. which You know, as someone that likes to negotiate, it's just, like, what do you say? Like, you tell your clients, like, hey, you know, hopefully it doesn't hurt too bad. But it's exactly what it is. But as, as a listing agent, you you look like a genius. You know, you sell houses for half a million. Ridiculous. You see houses in like Levitown. Like some houses like were going for over half a million. They're still going for over half a million for Levitown. It was just ridiculous. And then a lot of people just waited. Like I know a lot of our friends just sold their houses and they're living with parents. You know, they're just living with all their in laws, going insane. Waiting for this market to change, hmm. you know they're just gonna wait. Like, hey, you know, what? you guys have fun. I'm not paying hundred grand over for a house that has, you know, is missing windows. Like, <laughs> I mean, so like there was stuff. I mean, this some of these houses just were just they were throwing everything on the market. Like, I just looked at a house the other day in Yardley, and this house needs two hundred thousand worth of work, and it's priced at five hundred thousand. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, Yeah, I and mean, it's not like. It's a mansion. It's in an older neighborhood in, in, in uh, Yardley. It's not like, you know, got sidewalks. or anything. it's in the older neighborhood. And I'm like, okay, you know, someone's going to pay for that too. That's the sad part. Someone from New York that's paying $16,000 in taxes for 900 square foot, you know, townhome or whatever apartment or a shoebox, they're going to pay it mm. and they'll travel. They'll, they'll take the train. They'll take whatever. And we live in Bucks County. And don't complain about our pizza. I don't know. So,
1: <laughs> so, so, so that's, that, that's, an, that's an interesting point, right? So like you said, there's an influx of a whole new demographic. So it's yeah. pushing the prices even higher. And everyone knows inner city folks are always overpaying no matter what. So in their mind, yeah. well, that ain't half bad, right? But to us, we're like, what is going on? What are we yeah. doing here?
2: Yeah, people in Jersey and, and New York are just like, you're paying 7000 for taxes. That's nothing. And I'm, we're like, yeah, wait a minute. We're getting chest pains. Like, you know, <laughs> like that's not a big deal. You know, yeah, I, I was talking to a couple of friends of mine that are realtors in New York. At one point, there was 16,000 empty apartments on the market in New York City. Like, 16,000. Hmm. I wow. mean, we can't even think that. Like, I mean... No. We see at least what we only. See, I mean, we and then like listings for sale in in across the country. They took from 2007 when the market was a booming, and it was there was four million houses on the market at that time, and then this past year, same time, there was one million. Hmm. So across the country, three million houses less, so a shortage. So I mean, fighting for houses was just ridiculous. And there was like lines out the door. I mean, you saw like, everyone on Facebook, like, or whatever, you know, Hey, I just had a 10 hour, you know, I'm in a little group of realtors. We bust, we bust chops up people like, like don't post you. You sold it for over asking 10 offers. That's nothing. Everyone does that. You're not special. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, but the hundred thousand one was bad. Like when I, when my client, I like, he didn't care. He's like, listen, I'm going to go a hundred thousand dollars over okay please sign here that you don't sue me later on you know that you, that you did this <laughs> and, and then what, he what, lost
1: what, when someone says something that like outlandish right what 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 are what is your response back are you actually saying do you hear yourself or me, are you, like, yes. me through, or are you just like, kind of like okay whatever
2: so i can't i can't speak from other realtors but like i say it. yeah like I know there's people out there that are like, Yes, I'm here. You know, I've got a car yeah. payment too. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like or like I've got rent due. Like I'm I'm not, you know, rich or anything like that, but like I, I do okay. You know what I mean? I don't need to push someone in. Like we can, yeah. like listen, you don't have to pay hundred grand, we'll go see another house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't push them into something. But a lot of people that waive inspections or which I think is is crazy. I tell all my clients, listen, You're silly to do that. Don't waive inspections. But, like, our office makes you sign a form. Like, please sign here that you understand. You're waiving inspections. You're waiving appraisal. And for those that don't know, inspections is when you hire a licensed inspector to go through the property, go through everything, and hire, you know, other licensed contractors to go take a look at stuff that are big ticket items, you know? Like, and then the appraisal is with the bank issues. So the bank wants you to buy a house. They want to lend you the money, but they're not going to lend you $500,000 for a one bedroom in Croydon. Do you know what I mean? So they want the appraised value. So people were paying over appraised value, like 50,000 over appraised and I think it's it was I think it was foolish. And I told a lot of people like, look, if you're in this house for less than 5 years, you're overpaying. Don't look at the numbers just just suck it up and take it but if you're in the house long term for 20 years then you're okay yeah you might have overpaid right now the market might dip you're you might not have the same value you're probably gonna lose money like if you if you like let's say if someone refies in two years and they just paid six hundred thousand dollars for a house and it's worth 550 you know they're gonna you know they think they lost Fifty grand, but it's like your four hundred and one k. Don't look at it, mm. but and but if you're in there for twenty years, who the hell cares? No one's going to remember, right, you know, right, right. what their house was worth the second year they were in their house of twenty years.
1: So, what do you think the effects of this is going will, will be within the next two to three years?
2: So, I mean, I'm I'm a pessimist. I think that this the moratorium, like the people that are that were taking the forbearance of their mortgages. So a lot of people were taking the forbearance of the mortgages and it was, they were coming due. And I think they're going to be coming due soon. Now, some, some mortgage companies, I'm explaining to the audience, like a mortgage company says their forbearance. Okay. Don't pay your mortgage this month or next month because of COVID. We'll put it on to the end of the end of the mortgage at the end of your 30 years, it'll be okay. But some of the mortgage companies aren't, some of them are saying, Hey, it's due or a lot of these landlords, like I'm a landlord, you know, I got lucky. Um, my tenants didn't pay for, uh, for April, which was fine. I mean, it, it, hurt, but I think right during pandemic time, like I just said, listen, take care of yourselves you know. take care of each other. Just take, you know, get back to me, you know, in, in May, and then we'll, we'll set back up. So I gave them the month off uh, like a of rent, which, as i'm not a charity case but it, it was just the right thing to do mm. but a lot of these tenants aren't been, having been paying and this moratorium is coming you know if they just extended it where they can't you can't evict anyone right now so it's which is killing a lot of landlords so they're losing money so by the time comes where a lot of these landlords have mortgages on these properties they're gonna have to kick these tenants out when the time comes the, the properties will probably not be in great condition and then they're just going to sell it for a loss. So all these houses are going to hit short sale uh, where a short sale is when like the house is worth less than what the mortgage is and it's going to start coming up as comps. So if that house goes under contract next to your house that you're putting up for sale and you know, they're are 50,000 less and you have to use that as a comp, the appraiser, a comparable property, the appraiser is going to be like, sorry, I got to use the house next door to you. It could be bad. Now it's nothing like 2007, 2008 where people were just, you know, signing, you know, their life away. And they're like, Oh, you got a pulse. You can get a mortgage. You know, you can walk and chew gum. You can get a mortgage. It was, it's bad. I think it's going to be a different type of bad. I think if, if the moratorium actually happens and people start getting evicted, there's going to be a ton of people. Like, just like, hey, I need to go somewhere. I need to do this. And then people are going to start, like, like outbidding each other on apartments on some of them. You know what I mean? The one the, the landlords that have, you know, have no mortgages, you know, they're going to be like, I'll pay $2,000 for that one-bedroom Croydon. You know what I mean? Which is insane. But there, I think that's where it's going to be because everything else is just going to be crap. And, you know, but I'm a, I'm a pessimist. Everyone else is saying, nah, it'll be fine. We'll be okay. We'll get through this. But I just, I'd rather be pessimistic and just say, Hey, listen, I'm wrong. And we live through this and we're great. But if we don't, I'm not going to say I told you so, but I'm still going to be, you know.
1: So, so in, in, in saying that though, in what, what is your prediction? What, what's happening to the people that get evicted? What, what do you think happens in that case? Like, I know you're it's speaking good. on the ownership side of things but what about the reverse In your, i think it's going to be tough
2: like i think i think if you're a tenant do whatever you can to be a, uh, to pay your landlord try to stay into the property because i do think there's going to be a stigma of you know wait a minute so you know yo, you didn't pay your rent for the, the last because i think every landlord is going to start calling around be like hey if we go through this shutdown again i don't want to have this same tenant that was, you know, never paid me any money, you know, because a lot of these people didn't have to pay, you know, they're collecting stimulus and they're they more, you know, hey, you can't evict me. So they're professional tenants, you know, like, so, I mean, I think that's going to hurt some people.
1: So you think it's going to be like a no fly list?
2: I, I, you know what, there, there are lists like that out there. So there, you know, oh, wow. we do, we do credit checks. A lot of people do credit checks, background checks, criminal background checks. And, you know, I also do landlord, you know, I refer, like referrals. Now, those aren't always good because if I want to get rid of a tenant, I'm going to like, yeah, he was great. You know, <laughs> good luck. Yeah, yeah. Have fun with him. Um, yeah. I had a couple yeah. of those. Uh, but I also think that, like, if they see that, if you're going to see on the credit, and I think it's the same thing with people that they went through the forbearance. Um, you know, if they see that little word forbearance or eviction or anything like that during – the pandemic and you ask the reasons why, I think they're gonna pass on those people because there's gonna be so many other people that might have been better tenants. You know what I mean it might have yeah. you know that'll overpay or do, do this or you know. I, I think it might be a mess. I mean we'll do see. Do you think
1: there's any do you think there's any upside to it? Is there any benefit?
2: I, I think that prices are going to start to come down on houses. Yeah. Um I think that you know, and I, you start to see it now. You know, I think houses are going to start coming creeping down, not to a point where it's like rock bottom, but it's just a little bit more manageable. Uh, rates are still going to be low. I think they're going to stay low just to help out the people that were evicted or the ones that, like, the landlords want to sell. So that's another thing. So, like, some of these tenants are actually probably good tenants, but the landlord wants to sell and they can't get these people out or like most people want to buy the house, don't want the tenant in there and you can't kick these people out. So it's going to be tough, but I think that's why they're going to keep rates low to make sure that, hey, you know, because I mean, I don't know. My first rate was eight and a half on my first mortgage, you know, with, uh, you know, that was high, but it was like, all right, it was a deal then. Now it's everyone's complaining like, oh, it's only 3%. Like, <laughs> if, if, if it stays to three and four, I think we'll be okay. But yeah. if it if it creeps up to five and six, I don't know. I, I it's 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 such a wishy wash you know, you don't know where the next paycheck's coming, you don't know you know, I hate to be a pessimist about it, but like it's gonna be crazy. But I think the ones that did wait it out, that have money, that have good credit, that have a good interest rate, are gonna be able to do the house for a better price and then that might, they might be able to maximize the house, you know, they might not pay $500,000 for that, you know, that needs $200,000 worth of work, but that maybe the house turns into like 350, you know I mean? It comes down in price because it needs everything. And then, then they put in 150, then it's worth 500,000, all done. So that might be a little bit better, you know, and then less greedy, you know? And of course I think, you know, no matter what, they're going to blame us realtors. You know, you're the ones that drove up all the prices. You know, you know, you're the ones that told your clients to bid a hundred grand. No, we didn't. Like, you know, it was crazy. Could you imagine Jimmy, like bidding a hundred grand over and that's, losing? That
1: now it's just such a wild. I, like, I can't even fathom. Like, that's not even clicking. I got a.
0: I got a question. Uh, you know,
1: they're, 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 if they bid a hundred thousand over asking price, can they come back to you and say something? Like, can they sue you for anything or? Oh, you, you know, know what? You listen, be, I,
2: or I, I think that's gonna happen. I do. I really think I <laughs> I, I, I you know, <laughs> oh, like another so buddy, uh, another buddy of mine, um, uh, we were talking about there. this. We're we're gonna there's no referrals coming this year. You know what I mean? Like no one's gonna refer me this year. You know, you Listen, I you know, I think even if we had them sign the paperwork, hey, you waived inspections, hey, you bid this price. Hey, here's your closing cost estimate. Here's where you come right there. Here's where you're waiving, you know, appraisal. Here's where you're going over appraisal. I still think you're going to get sued. You know, what I mean, because I think that they feel that, you know, there's, we all we do is make money. That's all we do. We don't, you know, we drive, you know, flashy cars and have billboards on ninety five, and you know, and uh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, so that's all. I think that's what it is. So they're going to sue us. And they, they're like, oh, insurance will take care of it. You. You're okay. But I do think, like, a lot – I think less referrals are going to be coming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, that guy. Yeah, he made me buy during the pandemic. And, you know, <laughs> I hate this house. You know, and, or, like, or like three years, four years down the line, they call us and, like, if they have to move. And the prices are not where they want to be. You know, like, hey, we bought it last year for, you know, two years ago for 350 and Now – now you're selling it for two fifty, thanks a lot, dude. Like, or yeah, So what default. happens
1: with that? What happens with that now? Like, say, like you said, the people they they bought a house for three hundred, now it's only worth two hundred. What what happens with that? That's all lost equity on the house, right? That's all lost. I, I, I say either you're, you know, well.
2: people are going to stay in their houses longer just to try to recover, or just just take it and it sucks. You know what I mean, and like
1: I, I was like, it's situational it's gonna,
2: though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think evaluation. Like some people need to get out, and they'll just take the loss. Okay, you know, let's just pay down the mortgages. Just even if they don't walk away with any profit from it, let's just shut up and take it. Or they stay in the house for longer, and then they stay. So then that means there's less inventory there. So it's like a double-edged sword. So you have people that stay in their houses for longer than. The average which is five to seven years so they, let's say they stay in at 10 let's say they stay in it for 12 years so it's less houses on the market which could drive the price up which is true or there's less inventory you never know or let's say they they sell it and they put a lot of houses on the market at, at lower value and then these short sales come in now a short sale you know the banks say hey we went 300. That's what the mortgage is for. And it's only worth, and now you're selling it for 250. That means that house can stay on the market for longer because the banks have no time frame. So it could be a mess. I mean, I'm, I know this is not the warm and fuzzy episode. It's going to be tough. I mean, like I, I, you know, a buddy of mine just uh, bought a house in Yardley, and like, yeah, he paid a pretty penny. Um, but that's his forever home. He knows that he knows like whatever it is, you're, you're here. I mean, it, it was a high number, but at the same time, you know, that's it. You know what I mean? Now, I do think it also, it also is experience. So there's going to be a lot of, like you saw this, everyone in the world became a realtor. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, this past yeah. year, they just, they just, you know, hey, I got my license during the pandemic. I got, you know, why the hell not? You know what I mean? And so a lot of these ones don't know any better. Like, I did Like, it went in 2007. I, I got my license in 06. And I was in 07, like, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. You know what I mean? And I, I, this is, it was the craziest market ever. I'm just writing, you know, I'm writing deals on the hood of my car. I'm like, this is awesome. This is amazing. You know, it's like, you know, it's like the movies. And then, yeah. you know, and then 08 happens, You know, then, you know, we got hit in the face with a shovel. But a lot of people jumped out of the business. Mm-hmm. So... You know, there's gonna be a lot less people, you know. They're gonna be doing something else. They're doing like, I don't know, Etsy or whatever. So, so
1: he said Etsy. So so do you think that, um so do you think the move was holding off or and or um selling your property when it was at this height and, and kind of moving to or, or living with family for a short period of time? If 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 someone had the ability to do all of that, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, do you well, think I mean uh, that a was the move, ours, or is it so unpredictable that's probably not smart either. I, uh,
2: a couple of people did it. A friend, uh, a couple of friends of ours did. Like, was it the move? Right move? It's the right move for them. You never know. Other people were just like, sure. look, you know, hey, we're gonna pay. You know, we're gonna pay through the nose on these houses because guess what? I'm never moving again. I'm like, I'm not moving these boxes so, again. You know, I saw a house in Lower Orchard, and uh, I, I, I think it was like three hundred thousand. And this house was it, it bur- burnt down years prior, and then the guy got the money for it. The contractor did it himself; it was terrible. And and I, and I went to the agent who's been doing real estate forever. Um, I said, "Listen, I'll offer you one hundred ninety thousand cash, just as is. You know, we'll just whatever." She's like, I've got to ask you. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Forget it. Like, I don't, I don't want to play anymore. You know what I mean? If, if, that, if people are paying 300000 for total garbage, but, like, if people are paying that much money, you know, if there are people are paying that much money for it, that's, it's just ridiculous. And guess, guess what? That person's not going to make money on that house. There's no way.
1: So, I think so, it's just ridiculous. So, so what's the good that came out. Of it. Good. And do you I mean, in all, and honest, honestly, like, what do you think?
0: Good came out.
2: Of? The good is a lot of people um, got their homes. That that you know, they were they survived pandemic. A lot of people went through pandemic. They got their game plan going. Um, they were like, you know, I don't want to be in this apartment anymore. I don't want to be in this place anymore. I need a house. Um. I think that's a good thing. I really do think like, you know, buying the house or buying the, the property that they love. Great. You know what I mean? They lived through it. They, they, Oh, they lived with whoever, you know, they were stuck in the house with whomever, you know, that was tough um, during pandemic. And so if they can deal with that, we can deal with anything. A lot of people got good houses, but I do think, um, I, I it's not all sunshines and rainbows. I, hopefully that, every one of them makes money in the long run. I don't think it'll happen. I think, I think at the long run, I think people buying houses is still like a good investment over time. I mean, I mean, prices of rents are insane, you know, yeah. like if you, you see it, I mean, around town, I mean, they're getting what 1500, 1600, 2000 a month for two bedrooms. Like that's a mortgage, you know, and with the rates right now, why not? So I think that's a lot of people that a lot of renters did say, hey, look, rates are historically low. We fixed our credit during the pandemic. We used the extra money from the stimulus, hopefully, and that they bought houses with and they, they they fixed it. So hopefully that helped.
1: Did you come across greed on a selling side?
2: Um, uh, yeah, there was greed left and right. Um, last year, like, people were putting houses up on the market, which were just insane. I mean, there were certain groups of flippers that just came out of the bunch that are just, you know, uh, I, I don't want to speak on who it is or anything like that, but like I, you know what they were doing. They were putting houses up like, why would you ever pay that much for this house, for this area, this part, like, you know what I mean? like And people just wanted brand new. You know, they wanted new construction, they wanted this, and it's just like, really? But at the same time, the, the I think it was more of the flippers that had projects or put stuff up that, you know, they got lucky because the price of materials, but then the price of materials went up. So it was a very small margin. Like, you know, I, I, we had a project, we bought it for 80,000 during the pandemic, bought it in March. I think I I texted the agent. It was listed for a hundred grand and it texted her. I was like, listen, I'll give you 80 right now. She's like, done. I'm like, crap, where am I gonna get the 80 grand from? Like you know, like so. My client was like, "All right, so I guess we got to do it." So we delayed that, and then we didn't touch it for a year because we had other projects to do. And then I think we sold it in this March for 110. I mean, wow. like that. Wow. I mean, that's. I mean, it's great, and we're not too greedy because listen, we we sold it to another contractor that has that means of the materials and has the stuff that can do that, but like. You you know you are paid thirty grand for just holding onto a house for a year like, I'll take that all day.
1: Yeah,
2: right. But I mean, at the same time, that's greed. Yeah. You know I mean I mean but at the same time you know you were looking around your house you're like maybe we should just sell you know you were you are like
1: everyone I think I think just for the the craziness of everything we discussions have come up, um, but in my mind like what I always would say was like yeah we're selling we can make bank on ours, but then we're going to be paying over price on something exactly. else. Where, where the hell are you going to go? I'm not doing that. And, and I'm not putting someone else in a gym just because I was trying to make an extra whatever, uh, sure. uh you know? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, that's just not, that's just not where my heart is, but I'm sure somebody did it.
2: I had, I had three different clients. One one it was brought up to him to do it. Like, Hey, come here, make your money sell this there's, you're never going to get this number again you know what i mean you're never and like even the ones that i we i've just sold like i don't i'm never gonna get these numbers again like
1: so what's your advice for someone who's selling in this market and wants uh, to call, for call good me. reason no, um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a. I li- i have like one listing right now. everything else is under contract it was insane like so everything we put up was under contract and and stuff that you're like, okay, mate, let's just try it at this price. Let's just, you know, and again, I'm like, like, I, you know, a lot of my sellers are like, like, isn't this awesome? Isn't this great? And I'm like, just shut up and take this offer. Like, you know what I mean? Telling these people like, or can we get more? Like I had one seller ask, can we get more? I said, I don't know, possibly, but like, I mean, just, I think you should just shut up and take it now and just get out. But I I mean, a lot of these people, I would tell them, I think, I mean, I know it's hard because I tell my clients, like I have three clients right now. We're actively looking for houses and we can't find a damn thing. The the inventory is so low and I'm just like, you got to wait, you got to wait. But now they're like, do we, you know, do we wait or do we just get out and just pay through the nose? And it's each situation is different. You know what I mean? I think it's gonna be a tough one. I really do, and I I, I think it's not a great time for investors. Um, I just think the margins, like I know people that are buying like properties and duplexes and stuff like that, which is usually a great thing to do. I just don't think the numbers are there right now. Even even at the exorbitant rent prices, I still think it, you know over time. Yeah, you have a two thousand dollar a month rent, but you know. In a couple of years, the house and that you know that rental might be a thousand dollars again. I then mean, you're losing. So I mean, it's it's I think the best thing, you know, whoever they choose, get an experienced agent. I you know there's I'm, obviously this is, you know, I don't want to just pitch myself. There's a lot of good agents out there, and i'm I'm friends with a lot of them, and thankfully, like I know they'll do a good job. I know they'll sell their house for the you know, honestly and for a lot of money. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be. A, I. I can't wait to see if if I get invited back in three years from there. Like, what the market's gonna be. Like, I'm gonna be like full gray. You know.
1: <laughs> so, so I mean, um, so last time we talked, uh, you know the the um reality TV shows out at the time where it was just kind of like the normal thing. It was uh, we're kind of used to them. Um. And they were then, fun, yeah. So, in the last three years, and, and then moving forward, what, what, where do you expect for them to go? Is it kind of the same thing? Are they going to kind of highlight this booming market? You think? I just,
2: I mean, I don't know if if you watch, we just uh, watched Million Dollar Listing, and uh, it was the pandemic episode when New York was, and I was, I was getting like emotional, like I got upset, like I could, I remember what. You know, we went through, like, I, like, I remember when we got shut down, a lot of realtor friends of ours, like, we're all on zoom, like we we're doing like ha- virtual happy hours, like just, you know, kicking them back and like, just doing stupid stuff just to like keep seeing. And I, you know, I, it was, it was weird seeing these celebrities go through what the, that we went through. Mm, um yeah. It was kind of like, it was kind of good and bad. You know, like ha, see, that's what you know. Of course, they're in like the Hamptons, like ha, ha. You know, yeah. Yeah, poor yeah, you and yeah. your helicopter path. <laughs> but uh, you know, but it was, it was, it was definitely, it was weird too because it was like, I, it was interesting watching, uh, if, like if you want, if go on Million Dollars and Ghost episode, I think it's episode four, or whatever. Like right before New York gets shut down, like how close people are talking to each other and how people are like, you know taking the you know because we were all there like you know not taking the coronavirus seriously whatsoever it was it was very cringeworthy and then like what they had to do to adapt i think the next couple of years is going to be interesting hopefully if the delta variant comes like if we survive this and lambda and all the other variants that come out i i think it's gonna be different type of uh uh, of, of showcase but yeah I think prices are going to go up I think that it's going to be crazier numbers and more exorbitant or it's going to be just weird like you're going to have like these panic rooms like they're going to be featured on the shows now or like this is the biological hazard zone like this has, you know your house has this or like I don't know I mean yeah I always I always wanted to see shows like that where it's like oh this has a panic room or like you know in the purge you know, that has on or, uh, here's all, all the, wind, you know, where they're selling houses that have like, a quarantine room, locked down, yeah, the quarantine room, and like, the, this is, this house locked down, and you know, hyperbaric chambers or some stuff like that, you know, it'd be interesting, <laughs> like, you know, it, I think it'd be interesting, I don't know, I probably wouldn't write a good description on it, but that's for damn sure, but, uh, you know, I had to pay someone for that, so, I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting time, I think that, the, I mean, with the with the, with the only thing that I think is weird with this uh, these shows, they the way our generation is and you know this is podcast, you know it, they're going to be too long. They're just going to want like you yeah. know ten minute shows, to, you know, yeah. like or all at once, you know, streaming. Yeah, yeah, like TikTok. Yeah, it's going to be like TikTok real estate. That's another thing. That's I didn't get into that, and I and I, you know I was. I don't know if I missed the vote but I was trying to do it. I, I was trying to do something during the pandemic. I was trying to do anything. I was doing videos on YouTube. I don't know if you saw those; they were pretty terrible. Uh, I was highlighting local businesses. I was trying to do something to you know, get my name out there. But a lot of realtors yeah. adapted to like the TikToks and the Snapchats and all that stuff. And I'm not that creative. But uh, and
1: you took it old school. You went to YouTube.
2: I went to YouTube. I, I didn't know anybody. I I went, well, that. I thought, you know, I went, I highlighted local businesses. So, uh, you know, hey, they needed our help. So I figured,
1: hey, that'll help out too.
2: But there's a lot of good realtors out there that like that do the TikToks and the, that are killing it. I don't know.
1: So, so you grew up in real estate and, and, sure. you know, the, the techniques for advertising a home uh, were quite different. I think even back then you even had newspaper ads. That, oh, yeah. Eat. So so explain a little bit about the difference now. People are literally using their social media uh, to post their listings, which is way different I I
2: I, I remember, like, when I first found the reals. I just found the other day. Uh, I just found it. Uh, the, the little – remember, like, when you got the Courier Times? Like, you could see who bought what and the prices. Yes. Like, you know, I, they don't even have it. It was in public records. I found one of mine where, like, I bought a house and – it Wait, was
1: wasn't mine. it like
2: the midweek? It, no, wasn't it, it was on, a it was the or? Curry times. It was the Sunday oh, paper. Was it? It, was okay. the, it was the Sunday one. And <laughs> like I know, like I know a friend of our, mine in, in my office. She had keeps corner. She had like a little like ask section on the on the t- on the front page of that. But like I found my little blurb of like and like my dad laminated it. You
1: know what I mean? Like it was so yeah. proud.
2: Like yeah. I was in the paper. And he like advertised, but like I
1: still get hit up for stuff like print. I don't know if it was you or not but it's just, it was it's such Probably a funny me. you had an advertisement on like an Acme shopping cart and it was like on the
2: front oh. Or oh my god or yeah I did all that stuff so realtors <laughs> are the most sought after for advertising yeah. so we we we're, were solicited the most we get calls every day you know hey do you want to be on someone's underwear and they'll, let me bend over <laughs> you can advertise it. whatever so I was in the shop right in Fairless Hills, I paid like ridiculous amount of money too. I pay. I was in the. I was in the, the one in Warminster, the shopper in Warminster, on their cards and, and people like started like tagging it, like you know putting in the mustache because I was clean shaven back then and like, <laughs> so, um, you know, and I, I complained about it. So like, all right, we'll put you at the shopper right in Fairless Hills. It's like fifteen hundred dollars, and I was just like, well, it was a lot of money, but I was like, okay. But then no one else was on it for like years, like because like no one else was a sucker to to do that. So, and I was like, all right. So I, I got my money's worth on that. I did that. Remember, I had that that one billboard on on uh, Mill Street, the big one, the gigantic yes, yes. one. Yeah. And I got yes. I got fined for that. <laughs> um, but um, you know that got taken down. So I don't even know what's gonna happen. Like. Like I know virtual, like virtual tours were a huge thing this past year. So everyone was doing the, 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 uh, the Matterport cameras, the new camera, you know, you were looking through like, you could just walk through the house. I I think, I don't know. I think people are going to be doing like virtual reality into people's houses. So like, you, you just like walk in, I don't know. That might be the newest thing.
1: Well, so. I mean, with, with you know, there, a lot of creativity has come out of all of this. Um, And then there's, you know, rules and and guidelines that we have to abide by uh, because of the pandemic. We had a home inspector uh, as a guest, and he was talking about how how many different things he has to do um, just to inspect the home. And then he's like, typically, you would walk with a client. He's like, we couldn't walk with a client. You give them reports. And then we had to type it up. He's like, there's a million additional steps. So they got challenged. So I'm sure... Everyone in that, and that's just the inspector, right? There's a million other things that are going on that you have to switch up your process. And he got the same thing with him, though. He got creative uh, with a lot of this stuff. So, you know, while he was going through, because he's by himself, he started making videos and what to look for when you're inspecting the home. So it was like it was kind of cool to see. Uh, people get creative with those things.
2: I mean. Yeah, the home inspectors, I mean, they got hit hard too because everyone waived yeah. inspections. I felt bad. Yeah. And a lot of people just, you know, were you know, hey, I'll do an inspection for you, but all the sellers were loved in it. They like no inspections, no appraisal, you know, just take my house as is. Yeah.
1: And so so to to before we close out here, what is if you can leave one tip to our listeners that would help them make better real estate investments, what would it be?
2: Uh, buy low, sell high. No, um, that's-
1: <laughs> Very original
2: in that The original, <laughs> location, location, location. I, I think we're in a time right now, more than ever, that uh, people do their research. They can get so much more information on a house. Like I know some of my clients like, know the backstories on the, the sellers before I do. Wow. And they know everything about the Like, well, I looked at this woman's Facebook page and I know that a tree hit her house three years ago. Like, yeah, you know, so that should be a new roof. Like, so I think there's a, like, well, <laughs> there's a lot more information out there. And I think that, you, you know, it's true. I mean, like, I I just hope that people are still get to the point where they, they still do the research, do the, like calculate Because I I jerked around about this the other day. Um, You know, all these people are doing these stocks, these meme stocks and all that stuff. And, like, they'll just buy whatever because they see it on on Facebook or or Reddit or whatever. Like, they'll research three hours how to smoke a brisket but spend five minutes on a stock. I hope they'll do the research on the house, the realtor, the location, and – you know here's the thing if because if one if hopefully like if they don't do the research on the realtor and the realtor sucks at least if they did the research on the house and the area and on the schools and all the other stuff that helps so if they if they do the research on and they did the research on the realtor and they didn't do any research on anything else hopefully that helps them too
1: now uh all right so 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 folks wanted to reach out to you what's the best way to connect with you your instagram handle uh websites whatever
2: uh, so, uh, I think, oh my God. Yeah. So last time it was game of homes. So it had no longer game of homes because the show's over. Um, so, yeah, so I changed that up. Uh, so websites, BucksColiving.com. All my handles are Anthony P Pinto. So everything you can find on there. I mean, um, uh, my telephone number is two one five. 499 If you want to send your hate mail to me, uh, you can do that. And then, uh, uh, or, uh, you know, my email is pinto at bucksremax.com. Yeah. So I'm at Remax now. Uh, no longer the gold jacket at Century 21.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, thank you. Uh, thank you again for joining us. We appreciate it. Um, we like to wrap things up with quotes. And the first one is by Katarina Faith. The most successful entrepreneurs I know are optimistic. It's part of the job description. Second one by Jane Goodall. What you do makes a difference and you have to decide what that difference you want to make. The art of real estate part two. In this episode, we have special guest Anthony Pinto. We cover topics that ranges from buying and selling homes, real estate investing, reality TV shows, and the competitiveness of the real estate industry. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Katerina Fake and Jane Goddell.
0: Awesome.